تبقي حياتي You are listening to season 10 episode 27 Bismillah alhamdulillah assalatu wassalam ala rasulillah assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh sisters I hope you all are doing very good with the grace of Allah before even I start today's podcast I would like to tell you two major things sisters First of all, subhanallah, situations occurred in our way, one after the other. And we have to keep ourselves away from podcasting and recording because we didn't have the luxury to seriously record anything. So we are extremely sorry for keeping you waited. And we thank each and every sister who checked on us, messaged us and made dua for us. Jazakallahu khairan everyone. And we are back on track and inshallah from here onwards, everything will be going on as usual inshallah. And the second thing I wanted to tell you about is that your usual host, Sister Um Shaima, is not available today. She requested me that I record this explanation on behalf of her this week. So inshallah, she'll be back on track with us by next week. And this week, inshallah, I'll be doing this explanation for you. So without any further ado, inshallah, let's begin and dive deep into the explanation of 27th hadith recording of 40 hadith theories of Imam Nawawi. If you check on this collection, you would notice that on the 27th slot, the slot we are discussing today, Imam Nawawi has recorded two different ahadith. One thing we should know about these two ahadith is that they bear pretty much the same meaning and same context. So it's extremely easy for us to understand the concept of the hadith and the message of the hadith because we have two different examples. For the way I'm going to be doing today's explanation is that I would be telling you the explanation for the first hadith first and then inshallah I'll be hopping on to the second hadith. So the first hadith if you see it was narrated by An-Nawas bin Sam'an radiallahu anhu. What has he said? He said that sallallahu alayhi wasallam said Al-Birr husnul khuluq. Al-Birr is in good character and wrongdoing or sin is that which wavers in your soul and which you dislike people finding out about. So we would be getting into the details of this hadith first okay so when sallallahu alayhi wasallam says albirru husnul khuluq this style of speech is not something extremely new for us because we have seen if you remember in the previous sessions maybe on the seventh podcast of this series we went through a hadith explanation which said that ad-dinun nasiha and also we went through a hadith which said that al-hajj is arafa so when sallallahu alaihi wasallam speaks in this style it means that both the things he mentions they are encapsulated together for an example when he says that al-hajj is arafa there's no hajj without arafa and arafa is such an important part of hajj and you are familiar with this hadith which says ad-du'a huwa al-ibada so there's no ibada without du'a and there's no du'a which is not an ibada so this style, when Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says that Al-Birru Husnul Khuluq, we have to understand that there is no Bir without Husnul Khuluq and there is no Husnul Khuluq without Bir. Now some of you might be, you know, a little confused. What's this Bir? What's Husnul Khuluq? Don't worry. 
the way inshallah i'm going to be explaining this to you is that inshallah i'll be breaking this down step by step one by one so that we all can understand it without any difficulties inshallah so the first thing is al-husnul khuluq what is husnul khuluq some of you might know this for those who do not know about this husnul khuluq means good characteristics or good behaviors good attitudes sallallahu alaihi wasallam once said that i was sent to perfect husnul khuluq i was sent to perfect good characteristics i want you to ponder upon one thing here when something is already good why would it ever need a perfection for an example when sallallahu alaihi wasallam says i was sent to perfect good characteristics why would good characteristics need perfection if they are already good by definition so that is a huge question this can be explained in many different directions the easiest explanation i can give you is that any good can be done by anyone a small kid can do a good an elder can be doing something good a muslim can do something good and a non-muslim can do something good a person who doesn't even believe in the existence of god they can be you know doing good each and every one can do good but the good allah expects us to do is the good that is covered by ihsan ikhlas and true intention and taqwa for allah allah doesn't want any good deed and every good deed allah only sees the purity of our hearts you might remember the first hadith we explained on this series was that innamal a'malu binniya so each and every action is rewarded according to the prior intention the person had in his or her heart before doing the action so allah really wants ikhlas from us ikhlas means you might remember this to do something only for the sake of allah without associating any partners to him and he only wants us to be in the state of ihsan as much as we can and subhanallah this is the good allah is expecting from you and me so sallallahu alaihi wasallam was sent to perfect all the good deeds how he was sent to teach us what is ihsan what it means to say ikhlas and what it means to have taqwa so these are the things which require us to be qualified to please allah so now we understand husnul khuluq any good character is not perfect without ihsan without ikhlas and without taqwa now we'll get into the details of albir what is bir when the ulama the scholars they explain this hadith they say that albir is something which is explained in the quran and the sunnah in two different contexts the first context is that albir is something that indicates your good deed you do upon the creations when you do good to your parents your siblings your um, neighbors even strangers this action you do upon the creation even an animal this is called albir for an example when quran speaks about doing good to the parents it says albirrul walidain you might have heard this before so to do something for the sake of allah and to do something good upon the creatures this is called albir the second context albir is used in quran and sunnah according to them is that in the quran when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about taqwa allah always couples it with albir for an example in surah maida 
verse number two, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Help you one another in al-bir. وَتَعَابَنُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ وَالتَّقْوَى Help one another in taqwa and al-bir. So they say these are the two contexts in which the word al-bir is used in the sahih texts. So I would like to tell you another story to explain what bir really means so that you can understand it even further. If you take Surah Baqarah verse number 177, the explanation and the story, it's extremely easy for us to understand al-bir. So there was this period in Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's time, they used to pray towards Bayt al-Maqdis. So there came a change in the ruling and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked the Muslims to turn towards Makkah and make their Qibla the Kaaba. So some Muslims, because they were so used to pray towards Bayt al-Maqdis, they felt this uneasiness within themselves and they felt like, do we really have to turn to Kaaba because we've already, you know, prayed towards Bayt al-Maqdis? So to pacify this confusion and uneasiness of the Muslims, and for many other reasons, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this verse, 177th verse of Surah Baqarah. And he says, Al-Bir is not that you turn your faces towards east or west. So he says, Al-Bir is not upon you turning your face towards here or there to pray to Allah. Al-Bir is in the hearts of the people who believe in Allah, the last day, the angels, the books and the prophets and those who give their wealth in spite of love for it to their relatives and orphans and needy and the traveler, those who ask for help and so on and so forth. You can just take this verse and inshallah go through. Subhanallah, Allah says, Al-Bir is not about, you know, you turning your face towards Bayt al-Maqdis or Kaaba. Rather, Bir is all about true Iman and Bir is all about doing everything for the sake of Allah, even though you would love the possessions of this worldly life. So basically from this verse and from this story, what we understand is that there might be situations in life where we don't understand why we should be doing this, why we should be investing ourselves upon the commandments of Allah, even though logically and physically things don't make sense to us. But when we really say, when we really say we hear and we obey and obey Allah's commandments without questioning him, that in and of itself is an expression of bir. So I hope you understood al-bir now. So Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, al-birru husnul khuluq. That means there is no good deed without al-bir and there is no bir without any goodness, good characters. So basically when you do everything and anything of Allah's commandments only to please Allah, that in and of itself is bir. We are speaking about bir coupled with al-husnul khuluq. I would like to remind myself and you about some beautiful du'as here. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to make du'a for his good characteristics. So he used to say, Allahumma ahsan khalqi fa ahsin khuluqi. Ya Allah, you have made my physical being extremely beautiful. So please make my characteristics, my behaviors beautiful as well. So this dua should be repeated in our lives as well and we have to make dua for good character, good taqwa and having this characteristic called bir as well sisters. And the second part of the first hadith is that Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam continuously said that um, a sin is that which wavers in your soul and which you dislike people finding out about. So Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is giving the definition for the sin here. He says that a sin is something which really disturbs your soul which really kindles an uneasiness in your soul and you feel like 
you know what no one should ever find anything about this state of mind if you feel these two things then know it it's a sin that's the meaning of this hadith i'm not going to be explaining this part too much because the second hadith which is recorded on the 27th slot of this series is bearing the same thing inshallah inshallah it's pretty much the same thing so we will be looking at that hadith now so that you have the understanding of the concept in a broader sense so when we analyze the second hadith it was narrated by a sahaba named wabisa radiyallahu anhu so he says so this sahaba wabisa radiyallahu anhu he once came to sallallahu alaihi wasallam so he comes with the intention of asking something without even wabisa radiyallahu anhu saying a single word sallallahu alaihi wasallam asks as soon as he saw wabisa have you come to ask about albir now wabisa radiyallahu anhu he's shocked because he didn't say a single word but sallallahu alaihi wasallam could read what was in his heart so he says of course ya rasulullah i came to ask you about albir so sallallahu alaihi wasallam says consult your heart righteousness or bir is that about which the soul feels at ease and the heart feels tranquil and wrong doing or sin is that which wavers in the soul and causes uneasiness in the breast even though people have repeatedly given their legal opinion for it or in its favor so this is the hadith we are going to be looking at the explanation of this hadith as well so if you notice wabisar allahu anhu walks in sallallahu alaihi wasallam speaks wabisar's heart subhanallah so this is one of those examples for the miracles allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had bestowed upon our beloved muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allah with his permission he gave this ability to do certain things in his life span sallallahu alaihi wasallam so one of those examples is that he read what was in wabisa radiyallahu anhu's heart without even him speaking so that's one of those i don't know maybe like a general knowledge um droplet so um yeah i wanted to tell you that and the next thing inshallah now we are going to be talking about is sallallahu alaihi wasallam's words he said this is what albir is consult your heart so when someone says consult your heart this means something extremely heavy because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has fashioned us and created us in such a way that our hearts they know what's right and what's wrong unless and until they are corrupted for an example even in usual conversations we have in this worldly lives we sometimes tell to the person in front of us to keep their hands upon their hearts and then reply us because sometimes you know that is kind of an idiom in most of the communities in many of the languages i can see this as well so when something is not right we ask the person seriously to keep the hand upon their heart and then reply be honest to your heart or something alike so when we ask them to be honest to the heart we acknowledge by nature by our fitra that the hearts they can't lie you know when we do something wrong the heart really feel uneasy so sallallahu alaihi wasallam says consult your heart righteousness is all about which the soul feels at ease and the heart feels tranquil subhanallah so when you do something good you feel good now inshallah ramadan is approaching and we are getting closer to ramadan and we know how it feels to be during ramadan when we do something good we feel really happy and our hearts feel really easy and we feel a tranquility which is like in enveloping ourselves 
So this feeling is an indication that you are doing something really good. So albir always makes you feel good, better, happy and you get this happy vibes within you and from out of you. So that is a really good definition for what albir is. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam says something important now. What does he say? And wrongdoing or sin is that which wavers in the soul and causes uneasiness in the breast even though people have repeatedly given their legal opinion in its favor. Now this is why we need to keep our hearts really clean. If our hearts aren't clean, sisters, it's possible that it doesn't distinguish what's wrong and what's right. If our hearts are extremely dirty, then there's a possibility that the efficiency of heart is dropped and it wouldn't identify what's good and what's bad in a way they should be identified so the main thing we should understand is that we have to keep our hearts clean as much as possible and then every time we sin that will kick in a guilt within ourselves the guilt which comes because we sin that is actually um a positive motivation in a believer's life because when you feel guilty you really feel upset over what happened and then you turn to Allah and that really really pushes you to say sorry to Allah and th- and then do istighfar and tawbah so this is why sallallahu alaihi wasallam says consult your heart so the main lesson we should be um extracting from this podcast is that or from this hadith explanation is that Albir is always needed for us it's all about husnul khuluq and also albir always makes us feel ease and happy and when a sin occurs which is opposite to the bir you know the signs and symptoms would come from within ourselves first when we do something bad when we do something which is displeasing to allah our hearts will always feel uneasy they will feel really trembling they would really really cause some sort of distress and anxiety and you know um restlessness inside so when that happens sisters that is the symptom that you are bearing a sin upon you so it's high time that you turn to allah and seek forgiveness and tawbah so when sallallahu alaihi wasallam says the final portion so when sallallahu alaihi wasallam says even if the people have given their verdict upon it that means that it's possible that sometimes what is recognized as a good deed can be extremely harmful to our souls we live in such a society most of the times the sins are you know considered to be something extremely good even though the majority of the people who are around us doing the sin when we get into it we would feel like no 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 this is not for me this is not good for my heart this is not good for my deen my dunya and akhirah you know when you have a clean heart even if the whole world is doing it you would feel like i'm not going to do this because i feel like this is not right so to have that you know criterion within ourselves we have to make sure that our hearts are extremely clean so we have a couple of nasiha first for ourselves and then for you sisters to understand the depth of this hadith and to implement the meaning of this hadith first of all we need to keep our hearts clean how do we do that tazkiyatun nafs we have to clean our hearts from all the sins and the first step for anything and everything is that to have pioneer and then second of all we have to have istighfar and tauba ongoing in our daily lives every single day and we have spoken about how we can do istighfar and tauba in detail and you can access those audios inshallah from our podcasting channels so yeah we have to do istighfar and tauba continuously and then we have to work hard to build bir 
and taqwa. So inshallah in few days time we are approaching Ramadan and Ramadan is the prime time where Allah allows us to um, invest ourselves upon working hard towards getting taqwa. So be prepared and you know welcome Ramadan with clean heart and work hard to believe and uh, you know have proper taqwa and that will clearly inshallah with the permission of Allah would clean your hearts. And for the past sins we have done, we have to seek forgiveness. And for the present, we have to seek Allah's help to be on the straight path. And for the future, we have to seek protection from the punishments and the confusions we might face in our barzakh. And also, we should always seek protection from the hellfire. And most of all, sisters, we have to keep our ikhlas up and we have to seriously work on our good characteristics. When we do all these things, we can, inshallah, slowly but surely, we can build bir within ourselves and also as sallallahu alaihi wasallam said we will have a criterion heart which will show us what's right and what's wrong may allah allow you and me and all of us to clear our hearts and may allah bless all of us to have a heart which shows us what's right and what's wrong and which induces us to do more good than the evils. Amin Ya Rab. Thank you so much for your time sisters and I'm signing off from this session with the salams. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.